Hello and welcome again to the Kingdom Podcast Show. I want to thank you for being here. My name is Roderick Smith, sitting here in the podcast studio. We get ready to go into today's lesson. Today's lesson, we're talking about the will of God. I want to give you five keys to knowing God's will for your life. Get ready, get set. Let's go into the episode already in progress. That's how we do it. Hello and welcome again to the Kingdom Podcast Show. I am your humble host, Roderick Smith, sitting here in the podcast studios. want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in once again for another episode here at the Kingdom Podcast. Uh, we are excited about what God is doing in this season, and we don't want you to miss an episode. So if you will, please, sir, hit the follow button. And hit the share button. There's a little bell right beside the follow button. If you'll click that bell, it'll notify you each and every time that we upload a new episode. And we don't want you to miss a episode because in the coming weeks, we are in partnership with a couple of uh, guests that will come on and that is going to bless you tremendously. Uh, God is really moving in the season concerning men, and we want you to be a part of what he is saying. And so we are in tune with the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, we're in partnership with the Holy Spirit. And so that partnership, it bleeds over unto you guys, and we want you to be a part of what God is doing because we are the hands and feet of God moving in the earth realm. And so if we want to defeat Satan, if we want to uh, press in further to hear from God on a weekly basis, we want you to know that your listener support is valued here at the Kingdom Podcast Studios. And so over the last uh, few weeks, we have been uh, really pressing into God to hear um, the word of God concerning us. And God is speaking loudly uh, concerning his will. And so that's what this episode is about. Uh, this week is um, knowing God's will. Uh, for us to know God's will, there are some principles, there are some uh, scriptures that really speak about God's will. And so if we're going to know God's will, we have to go to the word of God to hear what he is saying. So uh, without any other ado, we're going to go into that lesson right now in knowing God's will. Uh, before it's all over, said, and done, I want to give you five, five keys to knowing God's will concerning you. Five keys to knowing God's will concerning you. When I say you, that's for me, us. Five keys to knowing God's will is what this episode will be all about. So if you're interested, let's dig in together. So when I was looking to uh, put this lesson together, uh, there was a scripture that was really just sounding off in my head. And so I had to look to see where the will of God is and what it means. You know, so Jesus is our perfect example of knowing God's will because 
God's will for his life was essential to being and becoming who he is, who he was, and who he will be. So let's look at Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 50. I have several um, scriptures that I want to point out. Um, and if you will, when you get a chance, write these down, go back and meditate on these because I promise you it will bless you. Uh, but Matthew chapter 12, verse 50, Jesus is speaking. It's in red. Anytime you see in the Bible, you know it. If it's in red, Examine it closely and see what it's being said here. If it's in red, examine, see what's being said. Verse 50 says, For whosoever shall do the will of my Father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Jesus is calling us into the family, into the royal priesthood, into the royal family of the king, the most high God, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Jesus is saying, behold, my mother and my brethren, for whosoever shall do the will of my father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Now, I said all that to say this. Let's back up to Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9. Very familiar scripture. We all know it. Verse 9 says, reading from the King James Version, After this manner, therefore, pray ye. He's telling his disciples. They've come to him. He said, Jesus, you know, show us how to pray. You know, so that's where the Lord's Prayer came in at. The model prayer, some say. He says this, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. There it is. He says, Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all that's evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thine is the kingdom, Mm. the power, the glory forever. Jesus knew how to pray. So he, he taught them how to pray. Now, that is the model prayer. You know, uh, this is the way that we pray. If we want results, we have to pray the will of God for our lives concerning our circumstance. In Jesus' name, Jesus gave us the example of prayer so that we pray in his name. Because why do we pray in his name? Because when we think about what, all that Jesus went through, especially before he went on the cross. What did he say? Not my will, but your will. This cup he's talking about that he is about to partake in in order to be the example 
of suffering, how to suffer, the, the bitter cup that is before him. He says, it's not my will, but if it's your will, if you want me to drink, I'm paraphrasing, if you want me to drink of this cup, then let your will be done. Let it be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And so what he is actually saying, he's saying, number one, he is saying, I'm walking with you. That is the first key. Jesus says, I'm walking with you. Whatever you want me to do, I'm with you, God. Let your will be done. See, if we, let's talk about us, if we're interested in knowing God's plan for our life, then we must learn to walk with him, to walk with God. We need to develop a relationship with him. Christianity is all about relationships. It's all about a relationship with God. Not just religion. But man has made it about religion. So, if we want a relationship with God, we got to learn how to cultivate that. In other words, we've got to know how to seek him, how to pursue him. That is our constant. That's what we do constantly, daily. That's a part of our devotion is, is getting in his presence, hearing from him. Proverbs 3 Five and six says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, acknowledge his presence. and He shall direct thy path. Got to be in relationship with him. You got to walk with him. That's number one. Number two, number two, it tells us the spirit is saying, you've got to learn how to surrender your will. <laughs> to God's will. Surrender your will to God's will. Many times when we say that we are seeking God's will, what are we really wanting to say here? What, what are we really wanting to say here? It, it, it's like, okay, God, here's what I'm planning to do. Now I need you to rubber stamp this plan of mine that I come up with on my own. You, if you'll rubber stamp it, if you'll prove of it, if if you'll you'll just you know let me let me do this this one time. That's really how we're talking. But God wants us to have a devotion with Him. He wants us to to be uh, in His Word, to meditate upon His Word. The Bible says day and night, and that way we won't be conformed to this world. You know Romans twelve one and two says, "I beseech." you brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. That's what we have to do. We have to renew this mind of ours because it's corrupt. We have to renew it with the word of God. That's why I'm meditating uh, daily devotions in God's word, hearing podcasts just like this, not only mine, but there are other men and women that are out there that are uh, uploading uh, really good content of how to stay connected 
in a relationship with God. And we must be mindful of this, that that word is speaking through us, especially when we have scripture backing it. So Jesus here was willing to die for us. So shouldn't we be willing to live for him? When we surrender to him, that is when he really begins to direct our steps. When we live for him, that's when he really begins to direct our steps. A good man's steps are ordered by what? The Lord. Wow, yeah. A good man's steps are ordered by the Lord. So, number one, again, was walk with God. Number two was surrender to his will. And number three, we've got to learn to obey what we already know about God's will. Obey what we already know about God's will. Hmm. So what do you already know about God's will? You know, when I think about God's will, I automatically go to peace. God says, I'll give you perfect peace. <laughs> you know, we, we made the definition um, of what peace really means. Peace is really uh, the measuring stick of just how far you trust God. Peace is the measuring stick of just how far you trust God. How far do you trust God in this season? You know, some trust in chariots, some trust in horses. But our what we should be saying, we trust in the Lord our God. That's who we trust in. And see, when you're trusting in him, that means that you already know something. Old taste and see that the Lord is good. Obey what you already know to be the will of God is essential to every kingdom man, every kingdom man. Obeying, it, the Bible tells us in 1 Samuel, obeying is better than sacrifice. If we do not obey the things that God has already shown us clearly, to be his will, why would we want to think that he would reveal any further information regarding his will for our lives? Obedience is an important first step. If you want to know God's will, obedience is the first step. Number four, seek God's input. Pursue God. At this time, pursue God. We talked about it one of the very first episodes I did, pursuing God. In the year 2022, pursue all that God has for you. When you're pursuing all that God has for you, that means that you know something about him. Now, seek him and you will find him. Seek godly input. Seek godly input. Allow him to input in your life, to add 
flavor to your life because that's what he does. The Holy Spirit, it adds flavor. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. When you've tasted and you've seen, you're going to come back for more. That builds your trust. That builds your devotion for him on a daily basis. Daily basis leads to weekly basis. Weekly basis lead to monthly. Then monthly leads to yearly. Then decades. Generational. You've tasted and you have a testimony. How do we overcome? By the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Seek godly input. One key component to finding God's will is to seek the input of godly advisors in your life. There are some people, there are mentors. I would want to think that I am a mentor for many men, not just men, but women also, but men's ministry is my passion. And so seeking godly influence, Every man needs at least three to four godly mentors in their lives. Men who seek God on a daily basis. Men who shuns sin but clings to the word, loves people, run from fleshly desires. Godly men. You know, when God speaks, many times we're looking for an audible voice. Sometimes God speaks through mentors concerning our lives. That's why it's important. You know, there's an old saying that says that if you're the smartest person in your group, you need to find another group. That is very <laughs> real. Because you should always have somebody that you're connected to that you can seek godly counsel on. Think of it this way. You should understand that you are basically a composite of five people you spend time with. I'm going to say that again. You should understand that you are basically a composite of five people you spend time with. So then, it is vital that you choose five people at least. Three to four to five people. Choose them well. Be well-rooted. Men that are well-rooted in the word of God. Surround yourself with people who have godly advice. And, and, you know, don't be so uh, frail that when they speak a word of correction to you, that you crumble like a cookie. Because if they're real godly men, anytime they're speaking a voice of correction that comes from God is to help build you up. And so that's important. And many men can't handle, there's a lot of men that can't handle that. A lot of men can't handle that. So seek godly input about a situation. 
every man goes through something in life. Maybe you're going through something right now. Seek godly wisdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. When you've done that, you seek God first. You want to seek him first. But God also have put men in the earth around you that you can go to. And that same word that he has spoken throughout the ancient of days resides in them. It also resides in you. And when that word is is spoken over you, when it's prayed over you, God gets the glory. God gets the glory. Number five, pay attention to how God has wired you. What am I saying? God has created you to fulfill a specific role in the world. You may be saying, how do I find the will of God concerning my life? You need to get in that word. You need to get surrounded around godly men. You need to get into worship mode. You need to hear from the Lord. How do I hear from the Lord? You stop talking. Get in a quiet, still place and listen to the voice of God. Get into his word. Read that word. Meditate, the Bible says, on it day and night. First Peter 4 and 10 says, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as a good steward of the manifold grace of God. See, God has gifted every one of us to perform a special mission for which we alone were created. I was created for a purpose of what I'm doing right now. That is creating podcasts. That is ministering. That is as an elder, laying hands on the sick, anointing them. The Bible says that when I do it, they will recover. You know, uh, my understanding of what God has spoken over me, me knowing who I am is vital, not only for me, but for those that are around me because God has spoken. He's breathed word of life into my nostrils. And when I speak, when I speak, there's a power, there is an anointing that goes with that. But you have to know who you are. Pay attention to God, how he has wired you. It's very important that we hear the voice of God crying out to those who are in the wilderness. God's calling all of us to go into the wilderness to hear God's voice, his still small voice in the wilderness. And when I say in the wilderness, you know, many times we won't leave our comfort zone. (laughs) to go out to where God has called us. But if we're paying attention to how we're wired, we know that God's going to call us into some mission fields. And many times we, we, we enter into some demonic regions, you know, because, um, 
Satan can be very territorial. And so when God called you out, whatever he's called you to do, whatever he's called you to be, be the best and to the fullest of what you understand about what the word says concerning you. How do we know what the word says concerning us? We have to study the word of God. Here's great news. That great news, that great news is that you will hear and obey when you draw nigh unto God. The great news is you will hear and obey when you draw nigh unto God. Now, when you draw nigh unto God, God's going to draw nigh, nigh unto us. He's going to come closer to us. And so that whatever he's called us to do, he's going to give us provision. And he's going to give us vision to go out to be the hands and feet in the wilderness. Listen, guys, this is so good. If we'll get these teachings and apply them in our daily lives, hearing the voice of God, I gave you five. I gave you five. Here they are. Number one, walk with God. Number two, surrender your will to God's will. Number three, obey what you already know to be God's will. And number four, seek godly input. Number five, to pay attention to how God has wired you. In other words, your makeup. The things inside of you, your DNA needs to be stirred up. Hopefully and prayerfully, these episodes are stirring you into becoming great. There is greatness in each one of you. You need to know that. It is God's will for your life. Okay, gentlemen, that is the end of the episode. We want to thank you for tuning in, being a part of what God is doing in this season. If this episode has been a blessing to you, why don't you hit the follow and the share button? There's a bell right beside it. Click it. I promise you, you will not miss an episode. We look forward to hearing from you and connected with you on next week. God bless.